Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Erica Messer is a harpist and founder of a company that helps people to come to terms with the loss of their pet called Wolfie's Wish. Erica has found that attending trade shows has been really useful in terms of growing her network. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Erica. Thank you. Now, you've got more than one business. Um, We'll talk about Wolfie's Wish in a minute. Um, But the other thing that you do is is you're a harpist. How long have you played the harp for? Yeah, I have. I learned the harp as a really young girl when a harpist came to my school and performed. Mm. And I just was mesmerized. And I'm sure I ran home and said, I have to do this. And (laughs) luckily, my parents were like, yeah, anything but the drums. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Now, a harp must be quite an expensive instrument, I should think. No, they can be. I know. Um, so it's like there's really small backpack harps now that are around four or 500 US dollars. Yeah. And then there's like the Lamborghini harps that you can get <laughs> from Italy or, or Chicago for, you know, $180,000, $200,000. So there's something for everyone. And how long did it take you to become an accomplished player? I'm still not there. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard you. I've looked at your videos. You're great. (laughs) Oh, well, thanks. I think any musician, any true musician will say, like, I'm never where I want to be. But I started getting paid when I was 18 or something like that. So we'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) And so what kind of events do you get booked to play at? Oh, um, I think my favorite thing to do, well, there's a lot of weddings, Mm. hotel teas, funerals, baby showers, birthday parties, and then the corporate events. I think my favorite are the weddings and corporate events because they're really special and um, it's like an usually an all-day thing, um, but I love all of it. And I'm actually studying for to be a clinical musician right now, which is a totally different um, specific targeted area. So I really love doing it all. Oh, tell me something about that. Oh, sure. Well, Pre-pandemic, I was already working in hospitals and assisted living facilities on a regular basis. Mm. And some of them require a a therapeutic music certification. So I started it and then stopped during the pandemic, started painting, selling paintings, (laughs) and then came back to it. And now I know this sounds kind of woo-woo, but I am looking to help animals... um, whether they're in palliative care or they're senior animals in pain, I'm looking for ways to incorporate specifically harp music into veterinary hospitals or see if I can make some kind of new um, progress there. And I just, it's, I don't know how mm. well that's going to go because I just talked to my mentor, but um, we'll see. If anything, yeah. I'll be I'll have my training to do, um, you know, bedside music for humans, which yeah. is great. Yeah. So music is therapy, not just for humans, but for animals, too. Why not? Why not? And honestly, a lot of the research I've done so far is that it's kind of hand in hand. Luckily, it's not that different. There's mm. just certain frequencies that mm. our bodies respond to and our brains. Yeah. So what we find relaxing is Typically, their pets also find relaxing, and I'm mostly studying dogs right now. Yeah. 
Oh, that's yeah. really interesting. So just to come back to the, the weddings and the corporate sure. events, are there particular tunes that you get asked to play a lot? Well, no. Um, I pretty much have arranged a lot of harp and vocal music for, I just like to do pop and rock covers. And I've kind of just mm. gone and branched out into that. So I give them my set list and I say, sure, I'll learn something. I need time. But most people are really happy to hear the Beatles and Jason Mraz and, you know, Christina Perry and just Bruno Mars. They're like, wow, this is great. You're like a little radio. So, um, I enjoy that a lot. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. And I know you're a DJ as well. Tell me something about being mm-hmm. a DJ. Well, I, I've, you know, I go to these weddings and I would often go for like the prelude, the ceremony and maybe cocktail hour and pack up and go. But the D and the DJ would take over mm. and I, an agency I work with um, put out an email to all of their entertainers and said, we're training anyone that wants to be a DJ. We have a big demand in the Bay area and um, who wants to. And I, I was so excited. So I went through their program and shadowed with them and got all my own equipment. And then kind of held my breath and said, okay, you know, book me for stuff, but also started telling my clients and regular venues, hey, I can now I can now stay and like wear some cool sparkly stuff and just let's do it all. And they said, okay. So that's been going really well, luckily. Fantastic. So you can do the whole, all of the music from the daytime into yeah. nighttime now. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's And I think that's why I love weddings is because it really is this whole day thing where I can specialize um, and really get to know the bride and groom and their music tastes. And I, I just have a blast. It's it's the best. Yeah, it sounds really fun. Now, your, your other business that we're going to chat about is, is called mm-hmm. Wolfie's Wish. So tell me what right. Wolfie's Wish is and how it came about. Yeah, didn't see this coming. <laughs> so during the pandemic, did you adopt, adopt an animal during the pandemic? Because a lot of people I know did. I, I already had a dog before the pandemic. But yeah, I do okay. know a lot of people did get animals at that time. Um, so I got this adorable kitten named Wolfgang and unfortunately he died from a tragic accident. And when I couldn't, I didn't know what to do to really like heal myself or Mm. I knew I needed help. I was just grieving and mourning and feeling so bad, um, that I kind of just turned inward and asked myself, you know, what do I need to do to heal? I don't Mm. know what book to read. I don't really know many people here. I live in Germany. So I I just started coming up with things that felt good. Mm. And I shared those with my mom. And my mom said, well, you know, you were looking for, you were looking for resources. Why don't you you know, kind of create your own? And it, and it ended up being like a card deck where you read one card a day. Mm. And we told our friends and said, hey, we want to get these published. Um, can you guys help fundraise? And I put together a, uh, a uh, Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And then it went really well, and it's still going really well. So it happened by accident, but it's also very rewarding. And um, yeah, so we help pet parents grieve. Wow. And was he your first pet? No, um, my first pet was probably Ringer when I was nine years old. Um, My teacher's cat had kittens, and (laughs) I took one home. (laughs) Yeah, but I've had dogs and cats. I've had fish. Um, I love all animals. 
So do you think it was the fact that Wolfie died so tragically that, that led you to, to this? I do. I think it was it was so tragic and sudden and such a, a freak accident um, that it, it really rattled me to my core. And when I actually sought out professional help to make sure I hadn't lost my mind, mm. I was told that everything I was experiencing was normal. And I really gave pause to that and took that in to know, oh, my goodness, there's other people that feel this way. I'm mm -hmm. not alone and I'm not crazy. <laughs> and that's when I said to my mom, OK, let's figure this out. Let's let's do this. And, you know, Liz, a lot of my friends thought I was making sympathy note cards mm. and they were just giving us money. And then when they saw what we made, which were these I call them grieving card decks. Um, they were like, oh, wow, that's cool, too. <laughs> but it's, it seems like a lot of strange or not strange, but um, a lot of things had to come together in the right way at the right time. Mm. Um, and I believe that when anyone is aligned with helping others, things tend to work out or at least kind of flow more easily. And yeah. I think that's been a big difference comparing it to my music career, which I hustle <laughs> and I work hard for. Yeah. Um, this Wolfie's Wish thing started 20 months ago and we're already everywhere. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. So, so. T t tell me about, about the card deck then. What What's written sure. on the, the cards? Yeah. So it's designed to be read as 30 cards in a deck and you mm. can shuffle them or read them in any order. Um and so one of them will say, um, you know, my friend will always be in my memory. And mm. then the other side, let's see if I can remember, um, you know, I'll always remember the joy and memories. And I want to focus on those good times to kind of help buoy me up from feeling despairing and depressed. Yeah. And so it's real simple stuff just based on gratitude and um, even imagining your pet with you throughout the day. Mm. Things like that. Writing love letters um, so that you can store them and know that your memories are safe and mm. safekeeping. You know, things like that. And they're just, there's nothing like it out on the market. Yeah. And we were worried. We thought there's probably a reason and that's because this is a bad idea. <laughs> but we're going to do it anyway. And then, um, and I know we'll talk about networking. And one of the things I did was went, took them to a trade show. And I was like, okay, let's just throw a bunch of money up in the air and see what happens. And we walked away with a, a best new product award. And I tell everybody, I still, I still can't believe that. And I'd gotten under my booth table and cried. Just, <laughs> it was so validating to go, oh, I'm not, okay, this is, this is a good idea. Yeah. And actually, my next question was about there being a mm -hmm. gap in the market. And why do you think that, that it hadn't been filled before? Oh, man, I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> um, I think, Liz, honestly, our relationship with animals has changed so much, at least in my lifetime, mm. from having dogs outside to, you know, be a, a defense or a protector and cats being in a barn to, you know, we're taking them with us everywhere mm. and we're giving them birthday parties. <laughs> and, um, you know, our pets have become like children or another member of the family. And I think it's that shift that, that, made me hurt so bad when I lost mm -hmm. him yeah. yeah and I think it's just it's just a, it was at the right time luckily luckily it was the right time <laughs> and we do have sympathy note cards now because the veterinarians 
for example, told us, well, we don't want to send a gift, but we always send a card. Mm. And so I was like, I'll make you a card. Okay. <laughs> um, so we just kind of fell into it, really. Yeah, I have to say my, my parents lost their dog um, October time, I think, last year. And and their vet did that, sent them a sympathy card, mm-hmm. you know, a week or oh, so good. later, which was lovely. Yeah. And, you know, and I think you're right about, you know, think things changing. There are so many more places now that allow you to take your dog in with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many Great. restaurants and cafes and, you know. Um, Hotels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think you're right. This is, you, you, you've just kind of timed this perfectly <laughs> well I think Wolfgang timed it perfectly because I, I this really it wasn't this really wasn't anything that I I really wanted to do to be honest but now I love no. doing it because I get feedback from people and letters from people and messages that say oh I love this you know and I and I have a resources page on my website where they can go and download mm. things and find counselors and um, it's just so rewarding yeah. So how did you go about taking your idea and getting the product you know, professionally made? Yeah, um, through I first printed them in the United States um, in a small batch just to kind of get a tangible working model. Mm. And then I went to a manufacturer in China um, and said, OK, we want we want these like really nice, you know, we want the box to go with it um, because a lot of providers or printers won't do both Mm -hmm. they'll do like a paper tuck box which is what your playing cards come in yeah Uh, but to find a nice rigid box was actually a little difficult so through just a series of google and asking people um ended up finding somebody that manufactures tarot decks Uh, ours are not tarot decks and not just want to put that out there (laughs) but they they have the same printing facilities. So, mm. and so the, your cards are they um, are they suitable for children as well as adults? Yeah, absolutely. We have two. We actually have three different decks. They all have the same words, mm. but we have an illustrated one that shows all genders, um, children, adults, as well as seven common house pets. Mm. And when the last conference I went to. A woman said, I'm getting these for my autistic daughter. We just lost our dog. Mm. And she, I think the illustrations will really help her identify with what the words mean because yeah. she, she needs that, she needs to understand emotions or, or work on the certain parts of the loss. Mm. And um, I, I hadn't had that kind of feedback before, but families often buy our illustrated deck for that reason. So they can talk, pull a card and talk about it together and kind of implement what the concept is for that day or that week. So, so it's for both. Um, the other deck is called the Paw Prints version. And it's really heavily, it's kind of the opposite. It's more text focused. Mm-hmm. So it's the same design of paw prints on each card. And you're really just there to focus on the words. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that they're both, they both kind of sell equally. So that was lucky as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I believe you've also written a children's book. Is that right? Yes, thank you. And I always forget to talk about that because the grieving cards are really like what started it. But the 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 way the book came about was um, Wolfgang had died in October of 2021, and my husband's birthday is in November, and we had planned a huge trip 
for his birthday and I didn't want to go. But, um, you know, I was really sad and ended up, we were on a cruise and I would end up just staying in the room when I, when I could, I didn't stay in there the whole time. But anyway, um, I would be drawing and, and one day the idea came like, what if I imagined Wolfgang with us on these daily excursions? Mm. What would that feel like? And I started to do it and it only made me laugh and smile because <laughs> it was ridiculous, right? Like him coming on bike rides with us um, and going on these tours around Europe. So those doodles uh, turned into a book that, again, I thought, well, this is this is for me, but maybe people will like it. Mm. And then and they do. And I read it to kindergarten classes and we all crack up because it <laughs> says things like my spirit cat sleeps with the sharks at the aquarium. And, you know, the kids are like, what? That's ridiculous. <laughs> but it's healing because anyone can do that with any pet. Um, is And it's it, it brings so much joy. Right. Because our pets are confined either sometimes to, you know, a cage yeah if we have a bird or a rabbit or a hamster but what if that animal could um ride a roller coaster <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> you know I encourage people to use their imagination and and try to like I said these things kind of lift us out of the darkness um and it can't nothing I do is a cure-all of course I just sharing what what worked for me mm. and what helped me yeah and what kind of feedback have you had from people that have bought the the, the card decks and, and, and the book too um I get a lot of uh just thank you these are beautiful and um hey Erica I just sent I just I received these and now I'm getting them for someone else so uh the feedback has been really good I I think I only had one person um, kind of criticized a couple of the cards because they were at a really hard place. And mm. I, I don't take it personally, but I think it's it's valid. I mean, it's mm -hmm. honest feedback. And, and it's good to know that it, and I knew that it was impossible to write a one size fits all beliefs yeah, card sure. deck, right? Yeah. But one, one person having an issue with one card I think that's a pretty good statistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Absolutely. So let, let's have a chat about the networking now. Yeah. Tell me about the kind of network thing that you've been doing to, to promote what you're doing. Well, um, I can talk about both the music and the Wolfie's mm, Wish. Please um, do. Yeah, with the, the music, I tend to go to like wedding industry events and organizations. Um, I will often go to... Uh, I was a member of the cha local chamber of commerce. Mm -hmm. So those two things uh, I believed helped because as har as a harpist and I speak for pretty much all harpists, like <laughs> we are lone rangers. <laughs> it is up to us yeah. to find our work. Um, and I, I did play in an orchestra for a while and I just didn't love it. It's mm. so stressful and demanding that I thought I was just going to die <laughs> drop dead one day. So, so those that that kind of networking and just you know literally knocking on uh, hotel doors um, has done wonders. And then for Wolfie's Wish, I go to trade shows mostly. Mm. I find industry pet trade shows, and I go and I talk to as many people as I can, um, and I ask them, "Is there anyone you think that would be interested in this in any way that you could connect me with?" 
And that has also done wonders because it gets people thinking that maybe they don't know someone right now, but maybe they will later, right? And mm. the pet loss, pet loss is such a specific and kind of hush-hush thing mm. that I really need people to know that I want to talk about it. And it, it's, it's important. Um, so, so far that's worked really well. And I do also promote... Um, what we do on social media and I join pet loss support groups. Um, I'm just kind of always looking for ways to, to tell people about Wolfie's wish, but also support them. Uh, luckily that kind of goes hand in hand, mm. right? Mm. So when you've been to, to the trade shows, which are you know, pet focused, are there any other businesses that are, are looking at, at pet loss or do you find that it's, it's just you? Um, there is one that has been there before. They're petperennials.com and they care, they're kind of like a an online shop for sending um, pet related gifts. Mm. So they we partnered with them last year. Um, but really no one else is at any of these shows unless they're a crematorium. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm hoping that with time this becomes more accepted to to talk about and to get help and I of course can't do it all myself Mm. I can only go so far and I think the more people that join that and have an interest in helping people grieve the better and I welcome collaborations and I welcome um, feedback and and networking and talking to veterinarians and saying how can I support you and your clients and um but yeah, it's it's mostly just me. So is networking something that you would recommend to other small business owners? Absolutely, because, you know, a lot of startups or small business owners don't have the budget for a huge marketing and advertising yeah. campaign. And Facebook ads and social ads just it's the, it's endless. It's endless the amount of money that's needed. And mm. I don't have a budget. Remember, <laughs> we fundraised from Kickstarter. So I send emails and again ask people how who can I get in touch with who has who would you think would be interested um and then of course at these events like I'm going to four this fall back to back I'm bringing my mom with me I'm bringing a friend with me and we're just going to talk to as many people as possible and that's that's our plan (laughs) You know, we don't really have any other options than yeah. to than to network and try to do things in the grassroots kind of way. That's right. I think, you know, as a small business owner, if you don't shout about yourself, no one's going to do it for you, are they? <laughs> no. And in fact, you know, it, it's it's really hard. It's It was hard for me with the music because, you know, we have to get used to hearing no mm. and not take it personally. Yep. And I think after... Out of everything I've had to learn to do, that is the hardest thing to <laughs> overcome. Is because I'm putting myself out there, literally, like my heart and soul went into Wolfie's wish. And when people, if they say no, I have to go, okay, 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 there'll be a yes. This, that's yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it's the same in, in my line of work too. You know, I'll submit an audition and I'm going to hear more no's than I am yeses. <laughs> Right. And I, I think with any anybody, um, you know, even in advertising, you get a lot of you got a lot of criticism or, or 
do you have an acting background? Is that how you got into voiceover? No, so I came to it with... from um, from TV broadcasting. Okay. So yeah, not not acting. Okay, because I know actors have to deal with a lot of rejection yeah. and, <laughs> and keep picking themselves up. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's been fascinating to hear about both of your your businesses. So if anyone's interested in either hiring you as a harpist or finding out more about Wolfie's Wish, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? I think the best way would be my website. And um, Wolfie's Wish is just wolfieswish.com. And that's W-O-L-F. I-E-S-W-I-S-H.com. And then ericamesser.com is my music uh, domain. Um, and there's contact forms on there. I'm also on social media. So uh, Wolfie's underscore wish is our Instagram. And then Hout Harpist is the harp one. And that's H-A-U-T-E-H-A-R-P-I-S-T. Lovely. Well, thank you very much, Erica. And the best of luck thank with you. both your businesses. And um, it. it sounds like Wolfie's Wish is a great success already, but I'm sure you're going to go on to even bigger and better things. Thank you. Thank you. I hope so. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.